And we begin uh, in the Gemara. The Gemara says, on Kufa Mudbet, Maika Ud. So we had a case in the Mishnah. The Mishnah said if a person gave Tzemer Latzabah. So he gave wool to the dyer. And he burnt it. So you have to pay him back. The dyer has to pay back the value of the Tzemer. He's a mazik. The next case is Sebao Ka'ur. Guy told him, I want you to dye it red. And he dyed it red. But he used the inferior dye. And as a result, it did not take on its color correctly. More maybe a lighter shade of it. So the Mishnah calls that where the dyer dyed it Ka'ur. So the Gemara never heard that word. The Gemara says, My Ka'ur. Amar of Nachman, Amar Barbarhana, Kalbus. Okay, my Kalbus. So what's Kalbus? Amar Bar Shemuel. The Gemara says, Chafra Dude. What is it? Chafra Dude Rashi. Kineyach Bo Etayore. Kedomar, Meshiyare Sabah. Shinishtayiru Biyore Sebao. So what happened was he has the remnants. He had dye. And after he died a lot of things, on so the bottom of the barrel, there's some residual dye. And it's not as potent as the real dye, because it's the leftovers. And he went and took this guy's wool, and he soaked it in. When he gave it to him, he said, what does it say? The, the, the color is not a, a strong color. So he says, ah, it's ka'ur. And then that dean over there, we say that... The, uh, the dyer, since he didn't make a, a big change in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in the wool, so he's not koneh, <clears throat> but the, uh, the customer is able to have an option to buy it at the cheaper price. Whatever's cheaper, either his expense, the expense that the dyer expended, or the appreciation that the wool enjoyed, Whatever is the cheaper of the two, that's what he, uh, he pays. <laughs> Guy gives wood to a carpenter. <laughs> to make from a chair. Instead he made him a bench. Or vice versa. A bench and he made a chair. Which means you pay for the wood. Again, according to the Bimi'ir, the Ganav, the, 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 the carpenter made a shinui, made a change than he was supposed to. He was supposed to make a chair and he made a, uh, a bench. And if he's koneh b'shinui, and since he's koneh b'shinui, he has to pay back the, uh, the customer, whatever the price of the wood was, and he keeps the chair or the bench. That's the Bimi'id. The Bihuda Omer, no. And the Bihuda is going to be consistent with his opinion in the Mishnah. The Bihuda's opinion is we're not going to let the Ganav benefit over here to keep the finished product. And therefore he says we allow the customer to buy back the finished product at the cheaper of the two prices, either if it's the um, 
either if it's the appreciation or if it's the uh, the amount of uh, uh, money that it was, he's out of pocket. The cheaper of the two, the Yitzi'ah or the Shema, we allow him to buy it back. And that's consistent again, like I said, with the Biuda in the Mishnah. Umodeh <laughs> Bimeir. The Bimeir happens to agree, Im Natan Etzim Naharash. Naasot Mem Kise Nae. Told him to make him a nice chair. Naasam Mem Kise Kaur. And he didn't make him a nice chair, made him a not nice chair. Safsal Nae. Naasam Safsal Kaur. So in that case over there, that's not such a. Shinui uh, that Rabbi Meir will say that the ganav was koneh, that the carpenter was koneh. A chair is a chair, a better chair, less of a chair. So therefore, in that case, if we were to be Huda, customer could buy it back at the cheaper of the two. That's why he says, "Imashevach yater ala yitziyah noten lo et deme yitziyah, meitziyah yeter ala shevach noten lo deme hashevach." So he concurs with Rabbi Yehuda. In such a case, Ibayadehu. Now the Gemara has a question. Yes, Sheva Samanim ala Tzemer, or En Sheva Samanim ala Semer. Which means when a person uh, gets the wool and he dyes it. Now the dye is in the wool. Do we consider the dye still there? Is the dye considered something that's tangible? Or do we say no? Once it's part of the semer, for that practice, it becomes semer. And therefore, for practical purposes, it disappeared. It's not there anymore. It becomes part of the semer. Before you ask what's the nafkamina, what do we care to ask such hypothetical, the Gemara is going to discuss that when you solve this question, it'll answer other questions. The Gemara is hechidameh. First, we have to establish the case. What case are you talking about that this uh, hypothetical will come into, you know, into, into practice, into play? If we're talking about a guy who stole dye, he stole the herbs, the samanim, which makes the dye. And he grounded the herbs. Taranu means he soaked them in water in order to create the dye. And then he went and he dyed, you know, his wool with them. So the Gemara says, What's the question? What do I care at this point whether the dye is tangible on the wool or not tangible? At the point that he stole it and he changed it, he's koneh. And therefore he has to pay back the guy full price for this thing that he stole. So I don't care how we look at the dye that's on the, the wool. That's a non-issue in this case. If a person steals something, and after he stole it, he made a shinui on it, like this guy. He owes the item back. What do I care how you look at it on the wool or not? So the Yabara says, Tipu kle mishum de kaninu bishinui. He was koneh the samanim bishinui. And once you koneh it, you got to pay back. What did he steal? He stole the dye. So pay back. So what do I care what it is on the wool or not? There's no nafkamina. Yabara says, you're right. That's not the case. In the case we just said, that hypothetical has no bearing. But it'll have hypothetical maybe on this case. Let's say he stole sammanim that were already prepared. He stole dye. And what happened? And he went and he dyed uh, his, uh, his wool. 
יש שבע סמנים על גבי סמל, if you say that the die is still considered tangible in the sense that it's on the wall, the amarle, so then the, the guy can say, havli samanai dishaklatinu, which means uh, give, me the, give me my samanim back. And where is that samanim? It's on the wall. So therefore, you got to give me that wall because that's where my, uh, my samanim are. My samanim are. Or dilma, en shiva simagabe semer. Or maybe no. The samanim disappeared. Once they're on the wall, we consider them gone. And therefore, the amarle, the gazlan can say back, let lach kabay velam mideh. I got nothing. It's gone. It's in the, uh, it's in the wall. Now the Gemara says, what do you mean? You got nothing. The Gemara says, therefore, you want to say he pays nothing? Because it's, it's, it's in the wool. So the Gemara says, Amre, the rabbis in the yeshiva said, Even if you want to say that once it's in the semen, it's considered as if it's disappeared, it's not there anymore. Can he say, you have no claim against me? Nemale, have the samanai dafsinitinu. Give me the samanim that you stole, the samanim that you stole. Which means it shouldn't make a difference whether you consider the samanim part of the semen, meaning tangible or intangible. Bottom of the guy stole samanim. And the guy cannot, you cannot say to the, to the, to the, to the nixal, well, listen, they're not here anymore. I put them in the wall. It's like they disappeared. And therefore what? will pay me. So they will, on both stadim he's going to have to pay in such a case because bottom line he stole some of money. Whether they're there, so give back the wool because they're there. And if they're not there, you got to pay. So there'll be no nafkamina again in this hypothetical in this case either. So we're trying to figure out, you gave us a hypothetical, but we don't see where this hypothetical comes out in practice in the cases that you're giving. Let's find Ela Behakisa. In Sheva Samanim Al Gabe Semer, the Safek is like this. On the side that we say, En Sheva Samanim Al Gabe Semer, Uba Eshelumele, and he has to pay because, bottom line, when you put it in the Semer, it's considered as if it's disappeared. And therefore, for sure, the Gazlan has to pay back, or Dilma, or maybe the other side is, Yes Sheva Samanim Al Gabe Semer, Vaamarle. Shaklinu. <laughs> other side says, other side that says that they considered as if they disappeared. Of course, he has to pay. We have no question. But the question is the other way. If they're in the wool, maybe the gazlan can say, "Here, take it." And how's he going to take it? Well, for me, it's your problem. It's, it's here. Uh, the the die is there. It's tangible. Take it. How can he take it? That's your problem. Take it. Uh, so the Gemara says, extract it, exactly. So the Gemara says, Shaklinu, how can he take it? Bemai Shakle, how's he going to extract it? It's only one way to extract the dye from the wool. And that's with what? Bitzvon, with detergent. Now, what's going to happen when you extract the dye with the detergent? You lose it. Sifon aburem And that's not returning the item. And therefore, Hashavalo Avid. That's not considered Hashem. So telling the guy, what do you want from me? It's here in front of you. Oh, it's not here in front of me. It's here in front of me in wool. So you ask me to do something that's impossible. I can extract the dye in a way that the dye is going to remain viable. The only way I can get it out is with detergent. By the time I take it out with detergent, it's ruined. So you want to say what? I returned it to you. What did you return it to me? You didn't return anything to me. So that can't be the case either. 
whether you hold that it's nothing or whether you hold that it's something, the gazan always is going to have to pay back full value. So back to the hypothetical. What are you telling me? Is it tangible? Is it not tangible? It shouldn't make a, a, a difference anyway. So the Gemara says, oh, you're right. Finally, we're getting closer to the case. Now, what are we talking about over here? He stole semer, wool, and dye of one guy, the same guy, Reuven. Reuven had wool, Reuven had dye, Shimon stole both. Okay, what did he do? And he dyed the wool of Reuven with the dye of Reuven. And then he said, yeah, you got me. I'm a gazlan. And he returned the tzemer. And now the question is going to be, if you say that the dye on the wool is tangible, so therefore he returned the dye as well. So he's fully, he's fully complete. He returned tzemer with the with tzemanim. However, tzemanim tzemer, or dilma, shebach tzemanim al gabe tzemer, I'm sorry, or Dilma and Sheva Samanim Agabe Semir, Semir Mahadale, Samanim no Madale. Very good. And if you hold that, no, once you put it on the wool, for practical purposes, it's not dye anymore, because part of the wool. And therefore, it's not considered dye. So when you return the Semir, you didn't return the dye to the guy. You returned me my Semir, but you still owe me the dye. So that, that's already, that, that hypothetical will have a practical nafkamina in this case. So the Gemara says, Amre, what do you mean? Tipukle, we should answer this question very simply. Regardless of what you hold, for sure the wool went up in price. After you die, it, the wool clearly is, is worth more. And therefore, uh, the Nixal has to pay for that enhancement. So therefore, you pay for the enhancement. So therefore, you got, you, you got your money for the, for the die. In the enhancement. So what's the nafkarina anyway? If he returns it back when it's enhanced, so therefore, what do you think? Even if you want to say the die is not considered there, but you got, it, you got more than you gave me, so therefore, with the enhancement, so that's already uh, considered the, that you got compensated. So therefore, that can't be the case. Because no matter how you come out on the question, regardless, once he returns back the wool, he's paying him back uh, for everything. That's it. That's his luck. But the Gemara gives the case. The case is talking about where let's say the dye went down in price. It, de- it depreciated in price. It got cheaper on the market. So therefore, uh, and according to that, uh, colored wool is cheaper than the dye itself. So therefore, let's say this item now, a red uh, 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 wool, you can't sell on the market for a lot of money. So therefore, he can't say, well, you returned it to me. Returned to me what? You gave me an item that's not as valuable as the, as the dye was. So therefore, that, that'll be the question. If the dye is considered tangible, I gave it to you back, I gave everything back. And if it's not tangible, you can't say, well, there's an enhancement. Since the enhancement is not uh, as 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 valuable as the diet. So how, how could that be? Where the seasonality. exactly the seasonality of the item went down. No one's buying red, uh, you know, uh, 
a, a, a well, in that time of year, exactly. So therefore, it's not considered a, 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 a payment. So therefore, we figured out the case of the hypothetical. Again, the question of the hypothetical was, when dye is on wool, is it considered still there or not? We said, what's the difference? It's not going to really pre- 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 play a difference. It will play a difference. If the guy stole uh, from the Uven both his wool and both his dye, and he wants to return it back to him now, so if you say it's there, he says, I'm giving you everything back. And even if you say it's not there, and if you say it's not there, so then the question is going to be, does he have to compensate him for the die? And don't ask me, what do you mean? But he gave it to him back enhanced. Yeah, but that enhancement is not as expensive as the die would have been because the price uh, went down. Yeah, says, we can give actually another example. Okay, go on. Okay, we get into really hypothetical cases now. The case is talking about that the gazlan who took the die, he, uh, he died his monkey, not semir, uh, which means not an item that uh, gets, uh, gets enhanced. Now, we're talking about over here that he stole the die and the monkey of one guy. And he turned the brown monkey into a red monkey. And now he wants to return it to him. And if you want to come along and say that the die is there, I returned it to you. And if you want to say it's not there, you can't tell me, yeah, but look at that, you got an enhancement, now you got a red monkey. Well, a red monkey is not as valuable as the natural color. So therefore, uh, the question would be, does he have to compensate him for the, for the die? And that's just another hypothetical to say where the item depreciated. The item went down. An item that, an item that, that die does not enhance. <clears throat> and that would be a case like a monkey. doesn't mean literally a monkey. Just give an example to show you that there are cases where die does not always make something better. Sometimes die can make something worse. Namely, if you were dying somebody's monkey. Okay, Ravina Amar, Acha b'may askinan, kegon, Another answer. Let's say the Gazlan stole the Samanim from Reuven and he stole the Tzemir from Shimon. So it's two different, two different guys. And then what? The Ka'ate Kof. The monkey is still here. He came. So the Gazlan, he has these two things in his house. He's got the Samanim of Reuven and the Tzimit of Shimon. Also the monkey comes and he, he mixes them together, the Tzimit and the Samanim. And now the question comes like this. Yes, Shevach Samanim al Well, if the Tzimit that has the dye on it, it's tangible. So then the Amaleh, so the guy who owes the Samanim can tell the guy who owes the Tzimit, Hey, my samanim are on your on your tzemer. Give me my give me my samanim. Or Dilma and Sheva Samanim al Gabet Tzemer. Or he say, No, it's not here anymore. And then Vamarle, so then the Baal Semer can say, Let Lach Kabai Klum. I got nothing over here. Now the question over is, what did you have to give a case where the where, where the monkey did it? What if the guy did it himself? Why is the Gemara saying So the Mefarshim say over here, 
למדנו שהצובע צומרו של חברו בלא ידיעתו, the person dies his friend's uh, wool without him knowing it, מגיע לו שכר על ההשפחה, you got to pay him, because I enhanced your item, בדין יורד לנכסי חברו שלו ברשות, even though uh, he went into his, uh, uh, you know, friend's possession, or property without permission. אפילו לפי הצד שסמר על גבי צמר אין בו ממש, but you enhanced it. אמנם כאן לא שייך דין זה, שכן בעל הסמנים לא עשה שום מעשה. That's the issue over here. The guy didn't enhance it. His monkey did it. אלא הדבר נעשה ממילא. When it says a monkey, it just means it happened by itself. Meaning, we're not going to happen that a monkey is going to do it. It means it happened without the owner's... will or action. ואילו יורד ונוטל שכרו רק במקרה שנתכוון להשביח. Right. You can only get his money if he did it on purpose. Here, the guy who stole it cannot come out. I enhanced him. He did nothing. So therefore, that's why he cannot claim that he was יורד לתוק נכסי חברו and made a sheva that he's owed something. He didn't owe anything. But now we understand the issue. What the issue is, These guys over here now are saying, hey, give me back my, uh, my, uh, my, my die. And the guy says, um, uh, it, it, it's not there. On the side that you say that it's not there, so therefore he says, uh, I, 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 I didn't take any die. There's no die. Once already it's on the, uh, on the wall. But if it's there, he can say, pay me back. So that would be the two sides, the two stadim of this, um, of this item over here. Now the Gemara says, Tashema. Now we get into some other similar situations. Beget shetzebao beklipe orla. You know orla is the first three years which is forbidden. Anyway, you took fruits and you used their peels. The peels have like color. And you dyed a garment with the peels of orla. So that is garment basically is, has the dye of Isur Hana'ah. So the question is, what do you do with it? Yedalek. You got to burn it. Why? Because it's like orla itself. And Allah is Asur Therefore, the whole beggar now has in it Isur Hana'ah. Alma, what do you see from here, but? Hazuta Miltahi. Oh, from here you see that the dye, which really is only a, it doesn't look like it's tangible, it's just a, it's a color. But you see, a color is enough to make it Isur that you have to burn it. So, L'Chaura, that sounds like Uh, that uh, color is color is something, uh, if, even though really it's only a color. What, what, what did it do? No, you can't feel it. Nothing there. But she says, I understand the fruit itself. That's a surola. Here you're taking the color from the from the orla and you're putting it in a sweater and you tell me you got to burn the sweater. So the Gemara says, Okay, I can learn a hadush over here. That mare is considered davar mamash, and that would answer our hypothetical. What was our question originally? How, how do you consider the dye in, 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 in the sweater? Is it tangible or not? If you have to burn the sweater, it sounds like it's there. Come on, no, maybe Orla is different. Because we have Pesukim. Maybe really it's not tangible. But it's a Hana'ah that the Torah forbade as long as it is visible. That's called Hana'ah Hanir'eh Le'inayim. Which is a stringency. Why? What did it say by Orla? I'm reading the Lashon of the Gemara. 
It says it's arel, it's, it's arelim, it's ola, you can't eat it. And the ela isun achila. Inayin shelo yihene memenu. How do I know that you cannot even have hana'a? Velo yitzbabor, and therefore you can't use it as a dye. Velo yadikbo, you can't use it as a fuel, a taner. Tamud amar ba'araltem orlato et piryo arelim lo yachil. All those extra words. So therefore, that comes and tells me not only it's asur ba'achila, but it's asur ba'ana'a. Let a boat et kunam. So therefore, that's a special inyan, the gabe' orla, that as long as it's a hana'a that can be seen, the Torah is going to be osir. Rashi says, hana'a anir'it le'inayim, Rashi mar'eh be'alma, afal pi she'em bo mamash. There's no mamash. Kegon ner It's just uh, like a, uh, a, a, a a color, like we said. Doesn't matter. It's still going to be asur. So Yavara says Tashema beged shetzevo beklipe shviit. Similar story. Instead of using orla, he used shemitas foods, and he dyed the sweater. He said if, and therefore what? Uh, yeah, you have to burn it. So what do you see? Don't tell me orla. Here we're talking about now shviit. Yabara says, Shani Adam, we have a pasuk. Tamar Kera, when it talks about the Yovel year, it says, Kodesh, the Yabara's Lashon, Tihiyeh. So it says, Kodesh Tihiyeh. Now, Tihiyeh means it will remain. Now, no matter what you do to it, it's still going to have the Kedusha. Even if you take it and you turn it into a dye, you put it on the sweater, Tihiyeh. It is what it is. It stays the same. That's a Gizra, that's a Katuf. Rashi. Shvi'it asur la asot schora beperotia. We know you're not allowed to do commerce with perot shvi'it. Uchlipe perot kaamar. Now we're talking about over here when we said you dyed the sweater. It's with the kilipe, the kilipot, the, the peels of the fruit. We don't kilipe etzim because there's no din of etzim on shemitah. Trees do not become forbidden. Only the fruits become forbidden. The etzim in shvi'it chala alehem can come on. Stam etzim not sakanito. Etzim you don't eat. Etzim you uh, you, you you use for fuel. Only the Torah re- 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 refrained us from using the fruits of Shemitah. And this is, that's what it says. What it says, the Kilipot that we're talking about over here came from Kilipot of, of, uh, of Shemitah of Perot. Rabbi. But adding a diet from an what would I even think? Rabbi Rabin. Rabbi brought a contradiction. Rabbi, Rabbi means a contradiction. Tenan, we learned in Maseket Orla. Beget Chesivao Bekilipe Orla. Yidalek, we just learned it. Alma, what does that teach us? Hazutam Letahi. Hazutam Letahi means, even though it's only a image, it's only a, a view of it, it's really nothing tangible there, but it's considered Miletah, that we have to burn it. Urnin he, but we have a contradiction. This is from Ahulot. Rivi'i Dab. You have it if you eat down from a met. That got absorbed in the house of the, uh, uh, the house. So all the kelim that are in the house are tameh. That's the deen of ohel. Once you have it, if you eat of dam, if you eat of dam is metameh be ohel. So everything under that roof is going to become tameh. But some say no. All the kelim in the house are tahor. Now, how could that be? Either it is tahor or it's tameh. It can't be both. There's no argument over here. 
that were in the house before the blood got absorbed in the ground, which is the blood was still, was still there. Initially, when the blood falls, what happens? It's there. Ultimately, what happens? It gets absorbed in the ground and disappears. So the kelim that were there when the initially when the blood fell, there they're in the same house as the Idab. Therefore, they're going to be subject to the laws of tumah. And when are we saying that the kelim are tahor? By the time the new kelim came in, and by that time already the blood was absorbed in the ground. And that's what happened. Kelim deatu the basof. Kelim that came at the end. Let's just read Rashi on top of Idam. How do we know that Not only the actual dead corpse, but even the item of the body that's called nefesh. What's that? We know that what's the, what's the minimum amount of blood that a person uh, could suffice and live? And therefore, that's considered the life source of a person, the house itself is not because karka, karka is not mekabel tumah. It was there actually, and the house served as a oil over the blood. So the Gemara says. Continuing, uh, Let's say that the dam got absorbed, not in the ground, but got absorbed in a garment. It was in the garment over there. And uh, they brought the garment uh, into the house, and there was kelim. Ro'im, we would make the, follow, the following uh, experiment. If you can extract it. If you can launder this garment, and, and the laundering process, you're able to extract the entire vi'it, so then we consider it what? That it's there. And all the kelim are going to be temi'im. But if not, we consider it tahor. Uh, so therefore, uh, the question over here is, Rashi, im lav tahor, I'm going to read the Rashi before that, im mitkabeset, hakesut, Exactly. The only way a Rivi'it's going to come out is if more than a Rivi'it went in. Obviously, not everything comes out. There's always some that stays back. So, If you put enough water, so you'll be able to uh, extract a Rivi'it. But if not, tahor abayit. Shelohe il al nevi'it. Shekemar haser bablaato biksut. Once the nevi'it went in, if you cannot extract a nevi'it, that means what? That means there's not a nevi'it of diamond there, because the ksut, the garment takes some. The garment takes, and that's not given back. So therefore, it's not considered a nevi'it. Avala ksut tameh. For sure, the ksut is tameh because it received. The blood, it received a revi'it. Okay, now we get to the question. Is she giving us the main line of the question? 
אף אגב דחזותא דלוויעית איכא, but the hazuta is there. What do I care if you can't extract the v'yit of dam? I can see it. It's in the garment. And you're, you're, you're arguing till now, oh, when it comes to kinipi orlam, when it comes to shimi'in, even though uh, uh, it's nothing, but you can see it, and that already creates isur hana'ah, and that creates isur. So over here, in a karameh, let's say I can only pull out, let's say the v'yit is uh, three ounces, for argument's sake. So I can only pull out 2.999. And where's the other point? In the garment, but I see it. So the Chavrat, now what are we saying? Uh, that's enough. So why do you have to extract and if you eat? Why can't you just rely on the, the, the visibility of it? Like we were saying till now. And that's the Gemara's question. The, the Gemara usually would bring a Katani Miha to, to really clarify the question, but we have to rely on that she over here for the Katani Miha in order to give us the question, because the Gemara just leaves us, you know, figure it out yourself what the question is, so that she did that for us. It's a little strange Gemara. Normally the Gemara would then say, all right, here's the question, Katani Miha, that if you can't take it, if you eat out, it's, uh, it's Tahor. So the Gemara says, no problem, Amar Avkana, Shanu Khan. We have, we have rules over here. We have the laws of Rebi'it. We learned in Nazir, if you remember. And Lamed Chet, exactly. We learned the, uh, the ten the different laws of, uh, of Rivi'it. The white, the white and the red. Right? The white and the red. The ten laws of Shemin, five laws of Shemin, and five laws of, of Da'am. So in this case over here, this is one of the kunot that the Mishnah or Halot lists, And what is that? The Mishnah is discussing over there, Dam Tivusa. That has blood that comes out of, uh, God forbid, a person that's wounded at the time of his death, so the blood is flowing out of his body. So dam tivusa is dirabanan. That blood is only mitameh from the rabbis. So since it's only mitameh from the rabbis, as we'll see, so therefore they're not going to be strict to say that even though you have the hazuta, the image of it, we're going to count the part of it in Eid, because if you lay that, you're going to make the whole house. So they will be lenient in a kanami. Really, when it comes to Torah things, we're strict by the hazuta. Which is the Rabbah, which we're talking about over here, there's room to be lenient. Rashi, she says, Dam tevus bekuledevir, yot shel dam, kal kemon dam tevusa, she'enu metemberol ela medrabanam. Rashi, dam tevusa, harug, she'yatsam memenu revi'id dam behayav. We don't know when the blood came out. We don't know if it came out when he was still alive or it came out when he was dead. So that's the safek, that's why we call it Dam Tevusa. He was Haruk, I mean, he was murdered for sure. And the, the blood's coming out of him. But you don't know exactly is it a dam from a high. Or is it down from a man? If it's considered a down from a high, so therefore it's tahor. If it's a down from a man, it's tamer. But we don't know when the blood came out. We see a pile of blood. We see a guy dead. Again, obviously it was a slow death. The blood was coming out of him, but we don't know exactly when. So that's called dam tevusa. Dam tevusa, that's why we can be lenient in such a, uh, in such a case. The Gemara uh, uh, goes on with another contradiction. Rabada meh. Rabbah is Rameh, meaning brings Estira. 
We learned in Mishnayot Shivi'i, Tenan. We're talking over here, growths. Growths that grow during the uh, Shemitah. Or have laws, or are subject, I should say, to the laws of Shemitah. Mimin Hatsovin. It's a type of item, an herb, that they use for Sibi'ah. Um, they don't leave it in the ground. Sifiches satis, or satim, that's karkum, maybe saffron. Mikotza. Kotza is a type of herb, uh, it's like a bluish. Okay, so even though you don't eat them, but they're used for uh, dying, and therefore they're subject to the Shiv'i'it. Shiv'i'it. And not, not only that, but if you traded them for the money, the money has the Kiddushah Shiv'i'it now as well. And what? Yeshkan Bi'ur. And the law is that you got to burn them from the fields at a certain point of the year. You got to get rid of them. That's the laws. Which means, as long as they're growing in the fields, you can keep them in the house. But once they're ready, they're not in the field anymore. The stuff that you have in the house, you have to give. That's what we'll be. And also the money that you uh, sold for the stuff that you had in your house, you have to get rid of as well, a subject to be owed. Alma, what do you learn from all this over here? Etim. These are woods. These are herbs. They're not the to eat. Yesh ben mishum kiddushat shivit. Okay, that's halush. We thought that, well, like we just said it a second ago, shivit only applies to what? Fruit. Things you can eat. But here we're talking about now you have shimitah, ligabe, woods and herbs. And the, no, nobody eats this stuff over here. Rashi. Sifihe satim vikotza. Rashi says, See, we have satim. What does that she say? What's the first word? Satim. Kruga. Belaaz. Karkom. Kutsa. Kabda. Belaaz. Nachin. Akatsvihe. Right. We're talking about over here. These are growths because you can't plant. That's what Sifihe. They're growing by themselves. The Bishvait. They're kind of you can do business. You can eat them so long as they're in the field, but no business. They cannot use them, meaning for dye, dinosaur, that would be using it for commerce. You can use it for fuel. Which means, what's the way you eat these items? You consume them. How do you consume them? Fuel. I cannot use them as dye, because dye would be compared to I'm using, I'm using them for commerce. I'm using the way they are, the way, the way they are transacted, meaning as a dye. So I can't dye my sweater with them during Shemitah, but I can do the same thing that I can do for the fruits of Shemitah. What can I do with the fruits of Shemitah? Eat them until you know, a certain point. So therefore, I can eat these woods. How do I eat these woods? I burn them. That's the eating of a wood. You consume them. That's what Ashish says. Yes, them biur. Okay, fine. Now the Gemara said, but what's the stida? We have a stida, Rabotai. Urmini is the contradiction. Ale kanim, ve'ale gefanim. Shegibbeban, bahebeh, al penea sadeh. So what'd you do? You took ale kanim, so reeds. Ale gefanim, that's grape leaves. Shegibbeban. Shegibbeban is you collected them. Bahebe is like Bahibui. Bisniut. You hit them in the uh, in the uh, in the chest, in the treasure, 
in the uh, storage, I should say, for the winter months. Now, liktan la'akhila, if let's say when you pick them, your kavanah was what? To feed it to the animals. Yesh ben mishum kiddushat shivi'it. Then already they're subject to the laws of shivi'it. And then whatever we just said. However, le'itzin, but if you picked it with intention for fuel, em bahem mishum kiddushat shivi'it. So what do you see over here? That wood does not have the laws of shivi'it. But we just said a second ago, all these dyes that are basically herbs and woods that are not edible are subject to the laws of Shemitah. So the Gemara's question is, make up your mind. Are there laws of Shemitah by wood? Or are there not? So the Gemara says, Umishane. The Gemara says, Amar kera le'okhla. What laws does Shemitah have subject to? Torah says, The only thing you could basically do in Shemitah here is eat the fruits. And the Gemara says, What is On a type of tzemah, an herb, that the pleasure that you get from it at the time that you get rid of it, for example, uh, a, a, a food, uh, when you eat it, you get a hana'ah. That means at the time of the bi'ur, you get a hana'ah. Take a simple case. When I'm eating something, I'm making a destruction of it. But at the time of the bi'ur, I'm getting a hana'ah. So that's bi'uro v'hana'ato shabed. At the shat bi'ur, the hana'ah happens simultaneously. So therefore, yatsu etzim. But etzim are not part of that. Shehana'atam achar bi'uran. When you burn fuel, when does the hana'ah happen? After it becomes a coal. So you burnt it, and the hana'ah only comes subsequently. That's not considered subject to uh, the laws of Shemitah. You think when you light a wood, you're getting the hana'ah right away. It's not so. You burn it, it's got to burn into ashes, becomes a coal. Once it becomes a coal, then you put the meat on the barbecue. Then everybody, you start cooking. You don't cook in the early, then you just get smoke. So, exactly. So, horrified wood is cold. So they, they did it already. But wood, also you get hana'ah. Correct. Right. The old days, the way they made it, you had to wait. So therefore, the Gemara is saying, on wood, the Hana'ah is not at the Sha'at Bi'ud. And that's why it's not going to apply. Look at that she, that she says, Yatsu Etzim. She'le'achar Bi'uran, after you burn them, she'na'asim Gihali, and they become coals. But here it goes, when it comes to the dyes, at the time that you're burning the dye in the water, it becomes immediately beneficial. Right? Which means when you burn the dye, it becomes a dye immediately, and the hana'a is bish'at bi'ud. So therefore, dyes are a type of wood that bi'udam shaveh bish'at hana'a. But she'ink in regular wood, we say no. Yeah, but I asks them, oh, it seemed the mashhan. You got these special treated woods that you have these woods of it's a shemen, you know, uh, 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 from the from the olive tree. And uh, in those cases over there, the second you light it, boom, it, 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 it lights up, and you have a you know you have immediate hanaa, the hanaatan ubi uran shaveh, not. 
the heat that, that comes out of it, but the light that comes out of it. It's like a torch. It's a blowtorch. You, you light it right away, and you have a... Nashi. Va'ika etzim de meshan shemeinim. Kener avuka lenos'am biyado. In order to hold it in his hand, ve'hana'ataru be'oran shave tichul alayu shiv'it. Maybe shiv'it should apply. And the Gemara says, Setam esim lahasaka hen omdim. Klal gadol, when it comes to wood. Stam etzim, their hana'a is fuel. And not for te'ura, not for light. And therefore when we talk about the hana'a, we talk about the primary hana'a, that's given to a certain item. So even though you're right, you found technically, I can use these shemen for light. But guess what? It's not the primary item. 99% of the people use wood for fuel, and since the fuel happens after the biud, therefore it's not subject to shemitah taprashi, stam esim lahasakaninu velo lahair. Helkach etzim inu. Umi'ikara lo halalayu shemi'id. But these herbs that we said that are used for dye, they're primarily used for dye. And they're going to be asud at the time after the biur, and all these other things, that's the reeds, and that's why we said it depends on what the guy's kavanah was when he picked it, because certain items go either way. Some of them are used for eating, some of them are used for, for, for fuel. So we say, if the guy's kavanah was for eating, it'll be subject to shemitah. If it's for fuel, it will not be. So there's three categories, basically. There's certain items that are uh, not for fuel at all. That would be like the cases of the, the dyes and things like that. So therefore, they would be subject to the laws of shemitah. And then you have certain types of wood that primarily we say are for hasaka, even though you might use it for oil, but that's not the primary item. Therefore, they're not subject to shemitah. And then you have items that can go either way, like ale kanim and ale gefanim. Some people use it for eating, some people use it for fuel. Then it will be dependent on what the covenant of the guy, when he picked it, what was he using it for? Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen. Amen.
Me. He chairs. That's the other question. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 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 if you cannot talk, you can explain to me why you collect it. So when you uh, uh-huh. call me, okay, uh, my dear. שם כל נפשות דוחות, שם נעשות, אשר חייד אשר המושב קודם המושכים לעשות בזה עשייה, כל פתח עשו בעשייה עשייה, כמה עשו בעשייה עשייה, כמה שכתב מאפרם, לא שכנת עוזנו, אינם באים לקיים, כבר תעשה לגור בתורה ביום הזה, והנה, תפקד שם בכל מיליון, תעשינו ראשינו וחיים ומשפטנו, תדביקה בשושה עליון, להשלים עניין עליון, ולהשלים אדם עליון, ותקנה ולעשות נחלו ויהיה זו 